Well, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Smells Like Money podcast. I have a really special surprise for you today. Last time when we were visiting with Jill Lublin, publicity maven and guru, we were having so much fun having our conversation that she was gracious enough to uh, stay on the line with me so we could continue talking. And so today's podcast is a continuation of that dynamic conversation that we had. Enjoy. Because what you, the unsung heroes in the wastewater industry do, matters. Every Wednesday, join me, Suzanne Chin Taylor, the Doo Doo Diva, a longtime veteran of the wastewater, transless, and civil infrastructure industry, as I interview guests who are making an impact on how we manage and operate systems for conveying and treating wastewater. I'll also be speaking with representatives of organizations that are utilizing disruptive or new technologies, and executives who are going to share how to be successful and sustainable in our vital industry. So whether you want to learn about the latest trends in technology in treatment or trenchless, gain tips on training and retaining great talent, or simply how to be more efficient, productive, or profitable, this podcast is for you. Jill, thank you so much for staying on with me and continuing this dialogue because this is going to be a subject that's very near and dear to my heart. When we were visiting the last time, we talked about the profit of kindness, and that just that just really touched me. But today, I want to get into the nitty gritty. And what I mean by a gritty subject is that word of gorilla publicity. Now, we hear a lot about that term gorilla this, gorilla that. And so what I'd love for you to share with the audience is what does gorilla publicity mean and how should that be perceived by business owners? Uh, Well, I wrote the book on it called Gorilla Publicity. So I will tell you what, what we see it as is using time and imagination instead of a lot of money, but of course, you know, one must always invest some, uh, into creating publicity so that people know you, know your gift to the world, create that visibility so that um, others can do business with you, because that's the power of publicity, is garnering that kind of um, ongoing recognition that others stay involved with you. It's it's important. Okay. So, you know, uh, for anybody who's ever been to one of my workshops or keynotes at the various industry shows, you will always hear me pounding it into the ground about the importance of PR and publicity and how of any of the different marketing mediums, and we do all different types of you know production, we're not just strictly PR or content here, but it always seems to be the most underused of all of the available tools in the marketing toolbox, but yet it has consistently delivered the highest ROI. And I have to question, why is that? Why isn't it being used more? Is it people just don't have the time or the money or they think it's going to cost a lot? Or part of me suspects that it's simply that they just don't know how. 
and it kind of frightens them. You know, that that I call it the white screen of terror. I, I, so I'd love for you to speak on that and see if, if you're kind of in the same mindset of as I am as to, gosh, it's so obvious. Why aren't we doing this? Yes, and I think that's so such an important point. Um, you know, the issue is that I think most people just don't know where to start. Uh, that's mm -hmm. one thing, and maybe that you know scaredness that you talk about. Um, what I know though is that when you're clear about your message, when you are consistent and persistent, when you frankly understand some simple, easy things to do, because I'm big on simple and easy, right? Um, what I like to call visibility building activities. When you know that, when when you're um, even like an hour a week, this doesn't have to be a full-time job. And I think people get something in their head about how much time it takes. And I'm big, and I know you are too, on, on quick, easy, fun, simple things you can do to make a huge impact and keep your name out there so that I like to call it the, I've heard of you somewhere syndrome, right? That that's the power of what publicity does. And, you know, listen, big companies spend a lot of money on it. And there's a reason they spend and, and actually put a line item in their budget of, you know, when you're talking about big company, millions of dollars. But, you know, the super great thing is that for the small company, the one and two uh, mom and pop kind of businesses, it's very, PR is very accessible. That's good news, I think. I think, I think you're absolutely right. And so what I'd like for you to help me with is just because the you know, I do PR myself, but you really are the, the guru of my, kind of one of my heroes. I, I love to watch and I, I've seen you do just some amazing things for small companies and helping them really zone in on what they need to do for this is maybe to help us demystify a little bit this marketing gem and what owners really need to think about what they're going to have to do. We talked about investment, but to kind of take away that scariness and um, maybe just a few things that they could start thinking about mapping out to put into action today or over the next 30 days that are actually doable. Absolutely. The first thing I want you to do is look at your message. Like really, is this authentic for you? Um, is there some value in it for others? So uh, I think the mistake, honestly, a lot of people make is what I beat the chest publicity. This is not like, here's what I do and here's why you should care. It's more about serving your clients and um, what do they need to do? What can they do right now that you're going to tell them great tips? Like that's how I want you to think. And it's actually how I want you to speak is give people value and benefit right away. I, I mean, I'll tell you, when I wrote Guerrilla Publicity, I actually um, interviewed Entrepreneur Magazine. And the editor there said to me, she said, you know, the problem that I see in most people's pitches is that it's to them centered and not enough for our readers. Now, so think about yeah. that, right? The question is, how can you speak so that others really will listen? In other words, giving them good things to do, real things to do, simple things to do. That's, that's where the, the, the rubber meets the road. And I would really tell you to identify three. I like three because people can remember 
actually three. That's good. Not too many, um, but three is good. Mm-hmm. And give them real things that they can do quickly, simply, and effectively to fill in the blank, whatever you help people with. And I think that's huge. Also, I'm going to recommend go to, it's completely a free resource, nationaldaycalendar.com. Find out when there's a holiday, even closely associated with what you do or something else that you're part of. Like if you're a woman, how about International Women's Day? Yes, March 8th. Just by being a woman, you qualify to do a story. Yeah, I mean, this is what I want people to do is expand your mind about what's possible for all of you. And I think that will make a world of difference too. So um, I would go in there and take a look at what are holidays that are closely related to something that you could be talking about and then get a little bit out of your comfort zone. Like a gentleman I work with who's a speaker trainer and uh, he's got a four-year-old. I said, I bet you make a good hot dog, right? He said, oh yeah. I said, well, guess what? There's National Hot Dog Day. Why don't we talk about that? (laughs) So get expansive about what you can offer. And uh, one of my clients, she has an autistic son. And so not talking about her business, but her son and her experience in autism for a national autism month. How can you keep using, I like to call it everything you've got. Oh, that's a, I love that. That's a fantastic idea. Because it is, it, it puts another human spin on it. It, it gives you an opportunity to do something fun, like you were saying, that's a little out of your, you know, staying within, staying within the lines. And, you know, PR, at, at, at the end of the day, PR should be fun. It shouldn't be like writing your college term paper or your doctoral thesis. It should, you know, I look at it as PR is just like telling a story in your own voice. And at the end of the day, he who tells the best story wins, right? Well, yeah, absolutely. But here's the super, what makes PR so fun is all the prospects, clients, and recognition you get. Because, you know, you're probably listening to this, you you are smart enough to do good work and care about the things you do out in the world. So imagine this, that more people know about you, you're able to serve more people quickly, because they multiply uh, in, in your reach. That's what PR does. It multiplies your reach. And that's powerful. You know, instead of the one-to-one, you've got so many more that you can reach through the right places that are right for you that reach your target audiences. So think about, you know, specialized podcasts like business podcasts or um, writing articles, you know, that, that can appeal to more and more people. Make a huge difference. I also like using uh, case studies or clients that you have helped in solving a problem because who gives you more credibility than someone who has, who is thrilled with your service and has said, Hey, they helped me and you should check, check them out too. You know, you can't buy a three page advertising spread for what a news release that tells somebody's problem solution result can. And I, I have found that in our industry to help tremendously, you know, just, uh, and it it isn't, Big time, because you're not asking someone to say, hey, they're the greatest thing since sliced bread. It's more almost like we're going to date ourselves or dragging it, just the facts, ma'am, of what was going on, what did they do, and what was the outcome, and are you happy? And, you know, everybody likes a happy ending, right? You know, don't air the dirty money. 
so you were saying about podcasts, which kind of leads me into um, something that I saw in, uh, in something you had written about what's trending right now in PR that people should be aware of. Oh, well, a couple things. One is the great resignation, right? Yes. All these people are quitting their jobs. So anybody I know who's an expert in mindset or, um, or, or uh, goals or job transitions or somebody who's a consultant, because many people are becoming consultants, but they don't really know what to do. Um, or what all the things around entrepreneurship. Well, guess what? If you're an entrepreneur or a consultant, could you be talking about the great resignation and what to do next? The answer is yes, right? Um, I think always uh, things around money uh, and, and that's a key. So that could be anyone in insurance and real estate and loans. That could be financial planners. That could be anyone in, in multiple kinds of industry where money's at the base of that. And that could really be powerful. Um, those, let's see, the other ones I've been seeing a lot are what I'm, health. God knows everybody needs that, especially as we know what we've all been through, right? And so anything around health, having better health, taking better care of yourself, um, all of that is essential and, and positive. Now, when we talk about PR, how about the ways that PR is being distributed? Do you see a shift in that it's going away from the traditional media and more into the digital space? And, you know, like, like we're doing a podcast today, you know, there's just been an incredible explosion of podcasts and the different ways that people are consuming content on the go. What are the trends do you see? happening there that people need to be preparing for as they think about the type or the nature of the content or PR that they're producing? Should it be oh. video? Should it be more written? What should it be? Yes. Well, great, great news for all of you is media has become very accessible. So beautiful podcasts. Yes, there are lots more of them that you can get on. Super great news for all of you. Um, and, you know, it's simple and just a great tip for all of you is enter one word of whatever you're most focused on into iTunes and let's see what podcasts show up. And then that would be a great place for you all to start. Um, but I also think, you know, there's so many like article distribution services that didn't necessarily exist before. Um, and, you know, it, as social media is still big, of course it is. And power of PR, which is not social media, just saying, mm -hmm. it's not exactly social media, but the way I teach on messaging, you can use all that on social media. It's just people rely on social media and think they're doing PR. And this drives me crazy. You know why? Know. Number one, you don't know that anyone's seeing anything. I mean, if they mm -hmm. saw it in that one minute that perhaps you posted, hallelujah. But frankly, there's no guarantees of that. What I love, and I'm sure you do too, about the power of PR is the stickability of it. Um, not, not to mention, you know, podcasts and uh, radio shows are far more stickable, meaning now you can send the link to your clients and say, I've been featured on, and you are now a media guest, or articles that you've been written in have shelf life forever. I mean, forever. Listen, I had a woman who was in Time Magazine 10, let's see, 15 years ago, 
And we started in her bio with has been featured in major magazines such as Time. You know, it doesn't matter if something is as, shall we say, big right now, because what matters is that you've been in it. And um, what I love is that that uh, it just stays around, which it's is evergreen. fantastic. What's that? It's evergreen. Yes, thank it's, you. Yes, there's a lot of things that are evergreen. And, and multi, being able to multi-purpose PR too. It's, I don't believe in the theory of one and done content. You can take, and, I, and I've done this very successfully, is you could take a 2300 word feature article and then out of that feature article, create an abridge that could go to a newsletter, glean five other blog posts out of it to create more content for your website and your social media feeds. So I think as, you know, as we're developing our PR and our plan, we also have to think, let's not just do this as one and done. Let's really take this and create a tool that we can get a whole heck of a lot of mileage. If we don't have a lot of time as a business owner to invest in developing it, make it pay. And yeah, make it multi, pay big. Yes, multi-use, which is really, multi you know, that, that kind of regeneration. It's so powerful. And um, I think just so, so uh, such a, a powerful blessing for us these days that we can really use things and that you can really be your own PR star. You can do your own Facebook lives and Instagram lives and, and all the fun things, right? Uh, and you be the star of your own show, even if you do it once a week or even once a month. But the point is take two minutes and come up with a great tip and get yourself on film. Away we go. I, I think that's just really good news. And I think being able to say, I don't know what it is uh, that, you're an author of a book. Just all of a sudden, you've got instant street cred. You are the authority. Or people say, oh, you wrote a book? Oh, really? You wrote a, you wrote a book? I don't know why people find that that is just such a big thing, because it's actually not that hard. Now, I don't know if you contribute to it. It's behind me here, The Art of Connection, is that I was even going to mention, I just decided, yeah, I am going to get to my book. It's, I've got my outline written, but this was a great way to get started is to be a contributing author to a larger, well-distributed publication. You still get to say, hey, I'm a contributing author in this book that's in the Library of Congress. Yeah, it's, it's a such starting, a... It's a starting point. Oh, Gotta it's... somewhere. And it's a great way to do that. It's a great way to do that. Um, and I think a smart thing to do to get published. And that includes articles, that includes being a contributing author in a book, because the super great thing about that is that once you are an author, now we have an excuse, we'll call it, to actually get your name out there and create that visibility factor that keeps you known and keeps people knowing about you. How fast, how good is that, right? Yep, that's the golden nugget. That's, that's what we're all searching for in there is keep that momentum going. You know, and, and who, who are you? You know, I'll, oh, yeah, when you were saying earlier about I've seen your name somewhere. And it gets back to that seven come 11 rule of marketing is that people need to see your name 11 times, seven different ways before they'll seriously consider doing business with you. Isn't that and I think it's even Yeah. And I think it's even tougher. Those numbers may have changed a little bit, but I think it's even tougher now that we're forced to sell in the virtual selling world because it takes us a lot more to establish 
that authority and that trust factor. And to be seen as an innovator, to be seen as that, um, that innovator, as that industry expert or subject matter expert. And so again, you know, content, PR, it just, it all ties in together. And, and people are looking these days, I think, Jill, and I think you'll agree with me here, they want that magic silver bullet. They think there's going to be that one thing that's going to solve all their marketing problems for them. But I truly believe it's got to be a mix of your traditional media, like we're talking about PR, the new digital media, video, whatnot, and that each one of them has the ability to really contribute well to the bottom line. But when you start bundling them together and interconnecting them and interlocking them, it grows the power exponentially. It's a huge difference. And this is really the thing I want everybody to know is um, the power of publicity is what's going to have people know about you. It's what's going to get your gift out into the world. It's what's going to get your message quickly. Um, I, I know we talked about multiplication, but also monetized, right? And that it, this is what's bringing in my world with my clients, their customers to them, their inquiries, their their posts, their excitement about, yes, I want to talk to you. That's the power of PR. It establishes your expertise and authority. And um, when other people are talking about you or featuring you, now we got third person authorization and that's powerful. Now, these have been some big subjects we've been talking about. We've been talking about marketing. We've been talking about copywriting. We've been talking about publicity and PR. And so something that I wanted to bring up, because I know that you offer this, and I would highly recommend it, because I do, I do it myself as a small business owner, uh, that think about attending boot camps. It is a small investment. It's very, very intense. But the advantage of a boot camp is in a short period of time, you get an ability to do a deep immersive dive in a subject that you're trying to gain some new knowledge and skill. And at the very end of this, a number of things can come out of this. And at least for me, and I, this is going both ways, is that one, oh man, now I have everything that I need to know. And this isn't that hard. And if I schedule it, you know what? I can handle this. And between myself and my DA, we can do this and we can stay on track. Or it lands up somewhere in the middle. Yeah, I can do some of this, but there's a lot to this and a big time investment. And I think I want to outsource some of this. Or the third is, wow, now I understand the concept and what all goes into this and why outsourcing this costs so much and the expertise involved. And you know what? I'm better spending my money as a business owner, focusing on those things that make me business, just overseeing and guiding, but let the expert in this take this off my plate and run with it. If at least now I know and have a clear understanding of what it really takes to do this particular segment of my marketing successfully. And so with that, I know that you have some fantastic boot camps that you offer. And so for those who are interested, where can they learn more about your guerrilla publicity, your books, the boot camps, and, and thinking about, you know, exploring this to help give them a kickstart on developing their own guerrilla publicity program? 
Well, absolutely. If I may, I'll tell you two ways. Um, One is because you are watching this. uh, I'm going to give you the link to the bootcamp she's talking about, the publicity crash course. And I'm going to give you a super code so that you can get a great discount on it. And then I'm also going to give you a free gift. So for the free free gift, um, you go to publicitycrashcourse.com slash free gift. And therein, uh, we'll give you a a wonderful action guide, get it done, fill in the blank, like good publicity tips that'll help you go further. Uh, So you're going to want to see that. And then for the wonderful boot camp she's talking about, it is get it done. It's no nonsense. It's you leave with three documents done. So I'm going to spill all the secrets and give you the gold. And for that, you go to publicitycrashcourse.com and put in the code stay visible. It's all lowercase. And that's because you're here watching this podcast, publicitycrashcourse.com, put in the code stay visible, all lowercase. And you're going to get a super pandemic recovery pricing, my friends, to help you get your name out there and keep your publicity going. Well, Jill, thank you again for, you know, just all of the wisdom that you have shared. And of course, you know, as we talked on the last episode about the profit of kindness, your generosity of these gifts and these offers to our listeners. And please take advantage of it. You will not be sorry. And again, thank you so much for being on the show. And I hope at some time we'll bring you back again and talk about one of your other dynamic books and topics, because I know you and I, girlfriend, could probably just chat chat for hours about everything marketing and PR. So again, thank you for joining us on today's Do Do Diva Smells Like Money podcast. And Keep it flowing. Bye, everybody. Thanks for joining me, the Doo-Doo Diva, on this week's episode of Smells Like Money. Be sure to subscribe to the show so you'll never miss an episode. And while you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes or simply tell a friend about the show because that would help us out a lot too. If you're an industry expert and would like to be considered as a guest for the show, email guest at smellslikemoneymedia.com. Tell us a little bit about yourself and the topics you'd like to talk about, and we'll be in touch. For more information about our family of marketing, international business development, and workforce training companies dedicated to the empowerment and education of our industry, call us at 760-217-8010 or email me at raven at creativeraven.com. Until next week, A big shout out to all my industry friends and those who will be, you're my superheroes.